I'm back. Um, so this episode is um an episode where I want to be real and transparent, but still obviously like just sharing only a certain amount for now anyway. Um, things were getting better um, for myself. I mentioned that I was going to counselling and everything. Um, and certain things, yes, I see differently now, definitely. And I thank God. Um, and some of the things that I see differently from counselling helped me in this um, mental breakdown that I had recently. Um, when people say you get triggered and things can catch you off guard, it is so real. Like, I was feeling so much better about myself, about my living circumstances. Um, and I thought that I was meant to um, transition into, I thought, okay, I'm transitioning into another stage of life. That's what God has for me. Yes, that's definitely happening. But I thought I was going to do it in my way is what I'm trying to say. So I had planned how it was going to go, but still thinking that, okay, God's in the center of it. You know, I'm surrendering everything over to him and I didn't realize how much I I was surrendering but there was parts where I wasn't and sometimes for me I can get overwhelmed because I'm like I need to have everything like ticked my, my eyes dotted and my t's crossed I think that's what people say um so I was going to make some life-changing decisions um, ahead of God, now I see anyway, but I didn't think I was doing it. Um, and then I received some news um, and it just set me off like really really set me off and um, I had a mental breakdown because I didn't expect the news that I received I didn't like if I could just describe to you how tired I was first obviously I wasn't able to sleep so I was physically tired and then when I did start to be able to sleep, I was so mentally tired that when I woke up, I woke up tired. And I've had these feelings before. I've had panic attacks before, as I've said on the podcast, I still deal with struggling with anxiety. Bit by bit, stone by stone that is dropped, I'm getting better, but I still struggle with it. And the news that I received set me off so much that I 
just I, I couldn't understand because I was saying God I'm faithful I'm actually faithful like let me just be honest with you all sometimes I do get prideful yes because I know I read my word I know I spend time with God it's not like you know, when someone says, oh, I can't believe the, the mark I got for my result, but they know in their heart they didn't study. So there's that guilt of not studying, but then trying to keep up with the pretense for the sake of pride or fear or whatever it is. But I know I actually spend time with God. And I was so hurt, so caught off God that I couldn't understand. I felt like, God, where did I go wrong? What... What did I not hear? What did I do too much of? Um, and I see now I needed more people to be fed into, fed into me, more people to speak life into me because I think some of the decisions that I was going to make going ahead of God, like God's word is true. This is the year that he's called to start rebuilding my life. Some of the things that's happened recently has made me feel like, well, <laughs> I feel like that word's going to be fulfilled in December. Um, but the word is true. There is a change. There's things that I've started to see. But I was going ahead in the way I thought it would be done. And Somehow I thought with my level of faithfulness um, that God will be pleased and that, you know, things will happen quicker and, yeah. And when I was triggered and I had um, that mental breakdown, it was initially a panic attack. Um, I... even still feeling emotional oh god um i just couldn't understand because i'm like god how much more am i gonna go through and i'm not saying that life should be easy for me i'm not saying that yes sometimes like each and every person sometimes i feel it should because nobody wants to suffer do they but i just felt like okay god I've experienced more suffering than I have blessings is how I see and how I feel and um, I do believe that God allowed me to go through everything I needed to um, for the life that he has for me for the purpose and the calling and obviously he knows and he desires for me to experience you know abundance of joy and blessings and by him giving me the word that this is this is the year of rebuilding i will start to see some of those things but i just thought okay well as i'm transitioning into this season of rebuilding hopefully it will be smooth and no i've heard testimonies i've seen it read it in the bible but somehow i thought the enemy just would leave me alone like maybe it's not gonna happen and of course it happened i'm doing better i'm being honest you know um 
went to counselling, shared certain stuff. Um, and as I'm going up, here comes the enemy. The thing is, like, I made a decision. On the day, I made a decision to how I'm going to... Um, How, how I was going to basically make a decision about something I was going to do. And the same day, I kid you not, was when I received the bad news. I don't even want to call it bad, but troubling news. It was the same day. And I had a panic attack because I couldn't... For me, it was like, you, you can't even tell me that there couldn't have been 24 hours in the same day I received the news and I just wanted to come on and record this episode because it's quite fresh this is um but I want you to know that the rebuilding season of your life the enemy's gonna fight you and sometimes I just hate to think about it because I'm like, I don't want to fight. Like, this is the thing. As much as I pray and fast and read in my own life, like me as a person, I don't fight. I'm five foot five. I'm a small piece of a, of a, of a woman. <laughs> I don't fight. I, I, yeah, I don't do stuff like that. I don't like to get into confrontation. So when all these things are happening around me, um, I get anxious because separate from my relationship with God, I don't like to fight. But obviously the, 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 the word of God says that it's, it's a battle. This journey, this life is a battle. Um, there are so many battles, whether it be physical war or a mental war. And I spoke to a lady, I went um, where I live, um, and I spoke to a lady while I was just sitting by a bench, because she had some two beautiful dogs and I was petting one of them and I spoke to her and we just got talking and in her own way, you know, whenever we give encouragement, like even with myself, there'll still be elements of Ronnie in it. So there were still elements of her in it, but I was able to hear as the Bible said with my spiritual ears and I heard what God was trying to tell me. And she said something so powerful. She said, don't focus. And she wasn't telling me, but she was saying what she gives her, her daughters um, the advice of don't focus on what you don't have, but focus on what you do have. And I guess for a couple of months, I didn't realize it, but now obviously having that mental breakdown, I can, I can be honest with myself and say, I think I was focusing on what I don't have. And don't get me wrong, like, I'm not saying, yay, suffering's amazing. Let's, <laughs> let's have a round of applause. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, what she was saying to me was true. I have breath in my body. I'm standing on my feet. 
I have food? Do I have, you know, the, the five-star gourmet meals that I like? No, but I have food. I have a place to stay. I have um, a new environment, a new church of people who want to get to know me, who want to do life with me and, and myself with them also. I have support. Um, it's not what I thought. I was gonna have a massive group of support around me, but it's still support and I still have people. Some people don't have any support. And I think I was so humbled when she said that. And in no way I felt like she was trying to condemn me, but it was an encouragement because especially in this time with this pandemic, and um, this is something that we were also talking about, um, a lot of people have been feeling lonely and I think I've been feeling that too. And I, I, there's times where I was able to see, but there's times where I didn't want to admit it because I was just focusing on, well, God's rebuilding me and he is, but I can't deny how I feel. And yes, we say, but our feelings change. But the truth of the matter is God says, I know all of that, but I still want you to share your heart with me. And if this is how you feel in the moment, then be honest. And I don't think I was honest enough with God. And I thought I could do it all on my own. And I think this is something I've been dealing with as a child. Now to an adult, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in how I've grown up. Um, and, sorry, one second. And, um... I still struggle with it because I was not raised in a way to benefit me but to disarm me, especially emotionally. I was made to feel like I need to take the whole world on my shoulders and I was made to feel like it's my fault why certain things are taking place within my family unit. So now that I'm, now that I'm an adult and I'm not living at home, I still mentally deal with that and over the years like people would say Christians, non-Christians, all different people, all different backgrounds would say you're a strong person, be easy on yourself, be easy on yourself and I would take it with a bit of a chuckle thinking no you know I need to keep doing what I'm doing and I think like even you know helping people, supporting people and then now being the person being supported, there was a sense of fear and pride because I felt like I have to keep that mantle of, I have to keep helping people. And if I'm going to receive help, let it be a small amount of help. But it's because I was, I was taught wrongly. And unfortunately, I still have that kind of mindset and I struggle. I struggle to ask for help. I'm asking for help gradually as the time's going on. But when I shared with the people who are supporting me, and I said, Ron, if you had just only told us before, we could have helped you, we could have done something. And I guess I want this episode, for those of you who are listening, to just hear what I'm saying. I'm not trying to say that you are weak. I'm not trying to say 
that um, you, you know, um, what's the word? I'm losing the word I'm trying to say. But I, I'm trying to basically say you are worthy to receive help is what I want to say. Um, I know I'm not the only one. Many people have been raised with a mindset of whether it's either my background was a lot of things were my fault. That's what I was told as a child um, and as a teenager. I know some people, um, they were told like, you know, you just work hard, work hard, work hard and you'll get there. Some people were told life doesn't come easy. You know, you have to fight for what you need to get. Um, others were told, you know, you're a woman. Um, you have to work twice as hard or whether it's something to do, you know, whether it's racially or whatever it is, um, you know, or you, you were told that, hey, if you want to be the best, if you want to always beat your competitors, if you want to always, you know, be the number one, you have to knock everybody down or, you know, you have to always be 10 steps of 10 steps ahead. And for me, um, with a combination of childhood, living in um, a fast-paced world, um, being a woman, so many different factors of who I am, you know, um, being an ethnic minority, all different stuff has combined itself together and has formed, I want to mentally see it as like a lock. And that lock is work harder, work faster, you're not good enough, prove yourself, 10 steps ahead. All these narratives that I was learning and still I'm learning because I'm in the world. But And God was saying, Ronnie, you can't take it. You can't take it on. And even when I reached out and I received help and people came to check on me, they said that I know you're the strong one, you've been seen as a strong one, but even you need help. And that is something that I I need to start learning. Um, I was so entangled with fear. Like, I remember um, my head just felt so heavy and I still feel a bit of heaviness, not as much as the day that I had the panic attack. Um, and I think maybe in the future I'll share more about that particular event. Um, but right now this is how much I can share. Um, but I just want to say as encouragement, and you could probably tell from my voice, because I've been sleeping and eating but I still feel um, I still feel mentally tired um, so my words are probably a bit slower than normal um, but yeah I just want to say that you're not alone I know this pandemic has made us to feel like we're alone and um, reach out for help like i want you to don't stay silent don't stay silent because i'm not saying that you won't have a mental breakdown 
because so many things of life just can pile itself onto us but the difference is is that when you do have a breakdown or a panic attack you have people who can help lift you and over these past um this time frame i've had people just feeding me and just uplifting me spiritually and saying what do you need how can i help you and i'm looking and i'm realizing Ronnie, you didn't need to do you didn't need to do it alone but i just felt like i i felt like i couldn't turn anywhere i felt like i couldn't turn anywhere and i just felt like well at least i'm feeling better you know i'm going to counseling i'm looking after myself i'm resting but there were other things that needed to be addressed because one of the things I'm learning, why I said in one of the episodes, I will, for the rest of my life, continue to enter into counselling, whether it's a few sessions a year or every couple of years or however that works. And now I, now I look back, that was definitely the Holy Spirit planting that within me because I, in my own strength, for me i just feel like i don't make the best decisions um because there's so many things i need to unlearn um yeah and now i look back at it and even when i said that in the episode i just honestly believe it was the holy spirit because you know many people say this when one area is healed it's for another area to be worked on and start the healing and for me i'm going to be completely honest i felt like um well that's a downer isn't it because you're telling me th these are the thoughts that i've had and i want you to be able to hear these thoughts to know how much they are not true and they are lies of the enemy and they are pressures of this world that is not god's will for us some of the thoughts i've had is well so you're telling me that i'm going to be forever broken you're telling me that there's something constantly wrong with me of course yeah it's me it's ronnie isn't it so of course um, I need all the help I can get. Um, why, why, why am I going to be worthy by God to start to feel better mentally? Like, what's the point? And these these thoughts have just been fighting against me so much. And even when I don't think they're draining me, they are. And when, when you have stuff like mental breakdowns or panic attacks, everything comes forth. It's like, you know, like when you vomit. Um, I think this is the best way to describe it, actually. Like when you vomit, when everything comes, when everything's coming up, I know sometimes my stomach will hurt when I vomit. Um, the acid in my throat, like, would like have like an itchy feeling. My eyes would be watering. My nose would be running. Um... But what's happening is what was unsettling the stomach is now coming out. And as it's coming out, it feels very uncomfortable, <laughs> very, very uncomfortable. And I know there's times when I'm vomiting, I feel like I just want to start because it's so uncomfortable coming out. But it needs to come out. It needs to come out. And when it's finished and i'm done i immediately start to feel better and then gradually feel better and better and better um within my stomach um as the the day is going on 
and it's the same thing and for me um the panic attack showed me what I was containing and what I was holding holding that um was making me unsettled and it's only as people have just been pouring into me when I decided just to share truly what I was thinking and feeling and how I was just suffering in silence were you know was truth able to come into me and I was able to see actually I, I don't think I was making the best decisions um for me and I think this is a human thing I don't think this is trauma I don't think this is a racial thing, a gender thing, Western world, first world, third world, whatever. I think this is just a human thing. We all feel at different points in our life. I think it's a constant thought, but it shows itself more. Um, we, we struggle with this thing of allowing God to naturally transform our lives because when we look at the word natural, there's, there's other words attached to it, such as organic, um, such as earthy, um, yeah, things that are not tampered with um, human, I don't know, human doing. But these words are not, how do I best describe it? They can't, they can't really embody what God's will is for us by us trusting in him and allowing him to naturally transform our lives. And I think for me being someone who um, just likes to be educated, um, you know, you can try and find a word for everything and I'm slow, I am slowly, slowly understanding as I'm getting older, Ronnie, Human vocabulary cannot come close to what takes place spiritually. It just, it just can't. It just can't. And I'm slowly seeing that when I'm thinking, okay, this is what needs to be done. I'm slowly seeing that, okay, nope, that's, that's not God's will. And like every other human being i get frustrated because god's promised things in my life transformation and i'm like okay when am i gonna see this now that i've seen this when am i gonna see that or okay how will it come like that's that's one of the things that i need to start to let go of is visioning how God's will will come to me the blessings the changes the transformation how they will come to me and um I'm gonna be honest I struggle with that I struggle with that because um I just don't feel like I'm in control and I think this is one of the reasons why I suffer with anxiety so much um <clears throat> excuse me, and why God desires to really break that stronghold over my life. 
I know where it comes from. It comes from childhood. Like, ultimately, it comes from being a human being. We want to be gods of our life to the core and all that kind of stuff. That's why Christ came and died and rose again. Um, but the best way to understand it on a day-to-day -day basis is I know it comes from my childhood. Because so many things were forced upon me. Um, and I grew up too fast. That's the honest truth. I grew up too fast. I I shouldn't have had certain responsibilities as a child. I just shouldn't have. Because the thing is, it doesn't matter how mature, knowledgeable, wise you think you are as a child, you are still a child at the end of the day. You know, um, you are still a child and a child trying to adopt an adult mindset is never going to work it is never going to work it's going to be like a broken circuit and every time you come back around to the loop it crashes and you don't understand why and I crashed I crashed is what I can say um so yeah that's that's how I'm doing right now um i don't have a lot of energy at the moment so as i said anyway for the introduction for season three when you get episodes you'll be blessed um and there's certain things that um i don't just want to make episodes anymore just to talk like don't get me wrong all the episodes before were needed but I'm trying to go deeper as the Holy Spirit's leading me through season three is to go deeper. So yeah, I guess I had to share. Um, so when I record again, be blessed. Um, but yeah, I just, I just want you all to know that you're not the only one, you know, um, don't worry, don't feel like it happened again or why can't I change? Here's me speaking about a mental breakdown and I was praying on it and I was asking God and I was like, okay, when am I going to share it? I'm not ready to share it yet, but I can't pretend. Of course, again, as I said, I'm learning how to have integrity for myself, so I'm not going to go into detail, but I can't be disobedient and not share this because there were so many people, even just talking to a random lady by a bench, there are so many people who are thinking this way. There are so many people struggling right now and we're not going to help each other and not just that I, I feel like God has us to be I feel like we should we should be learning now from a global pandemic that we need to be more connected in every way shape and form as as human beings like <laughs> we just need to be more connected and um we're not going to help ourselves if we all keep it in. 
and say, yeah, I'm doing really well, and you know you're having a serious mental breakdown, it's just not gonna work. Um, so yeah. It was a heavy breakdown, like, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a heavy breakdown. Um, it really, really knocked me emotionally. Um, it's been a long time from since I physically had a lot of hours to sleep and as soon as I've woken up I feel tired and I know that's mental, I know that's emotional um, but yeah, what can I say? Um, If you don't have support, ask for ask for support. Pray for support. We're not meant to do life on our own. Um, you need support. You need support. I I I know it sometimes can be difficult to ask because. My trust for me, excuse me, <clears throat> it's been broken so much from since I was a child that I'm slowly, slowly starting to trust. But sometimes I feel myself go within a mental shell every now and again and questioning, is it worth it? Should I trust this person? What's their motives? So I get it, I get it, um, as I've said, and I think it's just worth me saying because I realise people listen to different episodes, I've been sexually violated as a child, being abused in the home that I grew up in, um, so before I really knew myself or started to learn about myself, even probably to spell my name, my trust was severely broken and sometimes I I get so angry with myself because I want to trust people but sometimes I just don't know how to do it but I'm slowly getting there um, I just want to say that when you see the rebuilding of your life and you see God making a change, don't be scared of the moments where you feel like you may have taken a step back because I think that's why I felt like I needed to make the episode months, months down the line to try and kind of keep this picture going like, yeah, I'm definitely being rebuilt and what God is showing me it's not that his word is returned back to him void. It's not that he did not make the promise, but it's not gonna happen the way I think. And that's not to spite me, that's not to manipulate me, but that's actually to give me comfort and peace and to know that his grace is sufficient for my life. And yes, I'm gonna be completely honest with some of the things I've started to feel better with emotionally. Having a mental breakdown made me really feel like 
did I hear God wrong or did I did I not trust enough and what I'm learning is Ronnie this is what the Bible means when God says blind faith walk by faith and not by sight so yes there's moments where you feel like your foot is about to fall those moments can be translated as mental breakdowns but what God will do is he will pick me up and he will help me through the support of people around me and he will show me that even though I fell it doesn't mean I've taken a step back because the enemy can lie to us and the enemy can say oh yeah you definitely heard wrong well maybe okay maybe yeah you, you heard right but you've taken a step back and that's not the case I know how fearful it can be when you have a break, mental breakdown or a panic attack or an outburst and feel like, okay, is God going to take his promise back? Um, and the answer is no. The answer is no. Um, you can go through all of those things and allow God to heal that that breakdown, that panic attack within you um, and he can pick you back up again and you can keep going and you will see sunny days again. I think something I, I want to be honest with and I, I know other people think this way but sometimes we can be afraid to say it is also feeling like um, when we have breakdowns or panic attacks, the people around us will abandon us. Now for me, again, with the, the upbringing that I had, I was abandoned um, when I was struggling. I was, I was not just abandoned, I was condemned so bad, so, so bad. Um, so I know what it is to think you have people and those people tell you there's devils inside of you those people tell you it's your fault. So I understand when you may feel, when you've met genuine people, and I honestly feel like I've met a genuine group of people and a genuine church who actually won't condemn me but try and help me. I know what that fight internally feels like because I have to wrestle wrestle with God and literally just beg God emotionally and say, God, I need you to help me to let them to help me. I need you to help me to let people in. Because when I was able to help to um, let people in, people literally, literally destroyed my trust so bad. They destroyed it. Um, and I just want to say you're not alone, but there will come a time where God will pick, bring genuine people into your life to rebuild your trust. And I want to say this, don't hold back your heart. I'm not forcing you to um, 
say anything, do anything, feel anything straight away. God himself won't force you to do so. He will wait on you. You know, many times people have said it. It's not that um, we are waiting on God, but God is waiting on us. And um, he will wait on you to share bit by bit, to feel bit by bit, to change bit by bit. And um, you will get there. Does it mean that you won't have times of doubt because you have to remember and this is something I'm currently learning the enemy hates to see us change so when I'm doing well I'm doing better things are leaving me bit by bit and I'm walking step by step the enemy will try and come and say well I think you missed a step or maybe you need to just slow down and what does that look like are you sure you should trust them so quickly Maybe you need to hold things back for yourself, you know, just to protect you. And um, you need to constantly surrender that, surrender that over. I think that's one of the things that I'm going to be honest as a Christian that irritates me. And I think maybe this is where I am right now in this season of life. But I get so irritated by surrenderance. Um, because I feel like I've done it, like, do I need to do it? But this is what, when we call the sanctification process, it's a constant thing. And I'm going to be honest, sometimes I feel like I can't constantly surrender. I just need to hold some things back for myself. But every single time I do, it doesn't benefit me. That's the honest truth. Um... So yes, when you hold things back, you have breakdowns, panic attacks, outbursts, low moments, whatever you want to call it. Um, don't beat upon yourself. Understand that, okay, there is something that you took on and you did it in your own strength. And this, this event, this situation has shown you. Um, yes, it may have been triggered by someone else. But how, how you receive it is only up to you. We can't stop people doing things, but we can stop what we receive. And when I receive the troubling news, my reaction, my thought process was to go into a shell, be fearful, feel like I need to take control. So yeah, um, I think I'm just gonna leave it here. Um, I guess I'm going to pray, so yeah, um, Holy Spirit, I ask for myself, the people listening, that you help us to understand, you don't condemn us, you don't punish us. You don't hate us, you don't manipulate us, you don't regret creating us. You love us and sometimes it can be annoying to think like that because we don't physically have you here and we get so caught up in this world with what we can see and what we can feel 
but you are God and your spirit, your, your love is so great that you know that we don't actually need to physically have you here, but we have your spirit, we have your love, your kindness through the actions of others, um, their, their love towards us. So any person who is struggling right now, like myself, any person who just feel like they can't go on, I ask, I ask that you help them and I ask that you show them as you are currently showing me that it was never your will to hurt me. It was always the enemy's plan. So even though I was triggered, I still fell back into your arms and I pray that they also see the same Will it take some time for maybe for them to come out of that dark period? Yes, it may take some time. But remind them, Holy Spirit, that you are with them every step of the way. And that you love them and you care for them. And it is only your grace how I'm able to record this episode. So I know the fact that you can do this for me and everything else that's going on in my private life that you are doing currently for me. I know that you love me and you care for me and I want them to be able to know the same thing, you know? So thank you Pops for who you are and I love you and I hope that each person who's listening, whether or not they, whether or not they love you right now, that they get to love you um, because when they experience your love, they truly will just naturally want to start to love you. So, yeah, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. We should do this again. Well, you know where to find me.